I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Featured Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm Rick. And today we are going to be talking about She the Ultimate Weapon. Uh, It was my choice this week. Um, It originally came out in 2002. Uh, it is 13 episodes long. It also has two OVAs, but we will not be talking about those. And additionally, it has the, it's from the studio, uh, Gonzo, which is one of my favorite studios. What are the things came out of Gonzo? Uh, Helsing, which is one of my all time favorite animes. So that's surprising considering. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you got Full Metal Panic, Casino Stigma came out of there, Gantz, which is another great one. Yeah, and that's a good one. Another one of my personal favorites, Afro Samurai. Nice. I actually own all of the Afro Samurai. The genres for She the Ultimate Weapon are military sci fi, drama, romance, and school. And be warned, this is not a show for children. It is 17 plus adults at that point. Fair enough. I mean, it it is suggested you be at least an adult when you watch this. If not physically or age wise, at least emotionally. Yeah. You got to at least know what kissing and stuff like that is because they reference that a lot. They reference that and sex a lot. They don't do. It's not sexual. There's not a lot of sex in this, if any at all. Like they have some insinuation of it, but they actually never really show anything. Uh, yeah, well, they <laughs> they never show anything, but they insinuate a lot of underage stuff like in middle school. And you're like, wait, what? Well, I mean, like they're supposed to be high school. And they're supposed to be seniors in high school. So we're just going to go with that. Well, the part I'm referencing is when the substitute teacher takes advantage of um, crap Shinji. Oh, Suji. Yeah, it's Suji, not really. Yeah. She's not really a substitute teacher. Um, teacher's aide or something. Teacher's aid, And she was in like uh, she was just a, starting she was in high, high school, school or something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, and like it's technically middle school. Yeah, I mean, eh, I mean, like they're not breaking any laws technically. I mean, like it's child with child. It's in and of itself is a little weird, but. Well, what's weird personally is the predatory nature of that woman after the fact. (laughs) Because like uh, I got personal issue when I see uh, infidelities, let's call them. But blatant infidelities are kind of a. Infidel, infidel. Yeah, it's it's kind of a. I'm not gonna say a trigger, but it's 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 one way to get me riled up and kind of pissed off. But in here, the thing that got me is her husband went out to war, and he knows he's gonna die. She knows he's gonna die. Everyone knows they're gonna die in relative short order. 
But her logic is, hey, you remind me of him, and he's been gone for two months, and he doesn't care about me anymore. No, it's not two months. I mean, like, he's been gone for a long time. And it's not just, like, a small, like, we've been at war or anything like that. This is, like, taking place in an alternate reality future type thing. Uh, Yeah. And the one thing that, and I've said this once before, why is it always the high schoolers and the children that are basically given the ultimate power over crap? Like, why is all this mega drama going on when they're in high school? I mean, like, I don't know about you, but I was not abducted by military uh, professional, by military personnel, scientists or otherwise. And turned Just into a the, killing uh, machine. Sharks, huh? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> there were puppies in there. You're sure of it. I, I am no. <laughs> positive there were puppies in there. God damn it. <laughs> no, I, I know what you mean. Like if the only rational, I can rationalization I can think of would be uh, their bodies are still undergoing normal changes. So when you implement these other changes, it, it'll synchronized better than with an adult who's already done changing, I guess. They eventually replaced her whole body or her whole body eventually became a machine in and of itself. So the age at that point is kind of a moot point. And it's kind of funny because she made her boobs a little bit bigger when she became a, a machine. Well, and it's pointed he, out. He <laughs> says, funny. I think you did. And her initial reaction, immediate reaction was no, I didn't. So, <laughs> so, but that's at the end. That's at the yeah. end. Um, it, or is it, it at re- the beginning? Because it's weird the no, way the timeline the they throw on here. No, it's at the end. They well, show at the, at the, the very, very beginning parent. him picking up the diary that they, you learn that they um, pass on to each other. And so it starts off with, with Suji being a real dick to her because they're supposed to be dating. They're supposed to be going out and he said yes out of pity and because he really didn't know what else to do. And then she's sitting there trying to run up to him and he, he likes her. He just doesn't know at what length he likes her. Yeah. And it's kind of funny because he's like, she's cute and funny and clumsy and slow and late and kind of small and you're like wait a second you went from really awesome stuff to like now you're just naming the crap you don't like about her he he just really honestly is is not that great to her all the way through he he claims he loves her he claims he cares about her all the way through it in some fashion and and in a weird way he probably does care about her but he really is just a dick to her and through and through he also cheats on her as well and then he acts like it's no big deal it's like it's nothing well you know whatever blah 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 and she it hurts her because she knows she knows he cheated on her now so let's let's be a little bit clear how does she know well because of the scientists and the military having turned her into a literal robot. Uh, I think you mean ultimate weapon. Thank you. An ultimate weapon. <laughs> she was able to hijack one of the satellites that's orbiting earth. And through that satellite spying on him through the shadows, seeing through the window through light, you know, 
not physically see them, but see the shadows from the light of them doing the dirty. Now, the funny part is, well, it's not really funny, but the ironic part is she's like, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. And the satellite is still zooming in. She's mentally saying, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. And she ends up sending a missile out to that satellite to blow it up so that she doesn't see what it's trying to force her to see. So that's a conflict of interest. Well, it's not that it's a conflict of interest. Chise, um, all the way throughout, is constantly battling with the robotic cybernetics uh, side of herself, which constantly will contradict herself or fight her with her human emotions, heart and mind. And it's she constantly fights and she'll catch herself at like certain points where she'll flip and just be like, yes, I want to kill everyone and then flip again. It's like, I don't want to die. I can't believe I just did this. Yeah, no, it's I think they did a really good. I want to use the word dichotomy, but I'm pretty sure that's incorrect. But they did a really good job of showing the duality of her fight, if you will, from remaining human, but still being a perfect weapon and rationalizing that to herself, because she's very well aware that she's killing thousands if not millions of people by the end of it. And she's still very much, I don't want to do this. I, 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 do I deserve to be happy? Because even though I've taken so much things, so many things, well, she, she's me? of both mindsets. She wants to do it. And you even see that point. And, and the scientist, the main scientist even says that she has to fight, that she needs to fight. And she even, you even see at one point where she's like banging on the door when they're on permanent standby until further notice to not kill anyone or anything like that. She just starts banging on the wall. Please let me go fight. Let me go fight because that's what she wants. She's at this constant conflict of interest. I took that. I took away from that particular moment in the anime. She had broken up with him and she's like let's just be classmates even though she wanted to be loved and she wanted to love him so i think she was doing one of those things where and i think we all can relate to this at least one point in time where you throw yourself at your job so you don't have to have any feelings so you don't have to think about your personal even life when they get back together and they're living together at the very end she she still has to fight the emotion or fight the urge to go fight yeah yeah. And eventually she does overcome that. She becomes stronger. Her, her mantra, her, the one thing that she always kept going on, the thing that never changes, I want to be stronger. I want to get stronger. And then she says she finally does get stronger, but the scientist then tells her at the end or tells him that the only way to actually save her, even though she's going to die regardless is to have her fight. And so yeah, it was a symbiotic relationship like where they needed him just as much as they needed her just as much as she needed them. Yeah. And it's really sad. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. It is a tragic thing. You follow, I want to say like four main characters, the four friend group, if you will, Chica, Chise, that's her name, right? That's how you say it. Yes. Chise. So, Chise is the main character. But you've got you've got two other guys and another girl in their friend group, and they're kind of all the main characters. And the carnage really starts when the third guy that I did not mention dies in a bomb, and that's episode one, obviously. And it just throws 
you from this surreal, not really worrisome, I guess, landscape to, uh, oh crap, they're at war. And then obviously, obviously the story progresses where you, you get to see, um, Chisei in her, <laughs> let's say original mechanical form. Yeah. And that, and it's not even her original mechanical form. It's like an evolution, a little bit of it. Um, everyone notices that she's acting differently or strange. And they also notice that she's coming to school with a few more bumps and scrapes and bruises more so than normal. One of the things that I, I, I really have difficulty grasping uh, that I just, I, I truly have difficulty grasping is you see her at one point in a military uniform, in a officer's uniform. She's con- she's a commander. That's her rank. A commander, yeah. Um, why is it when she's going out battling and she's kicking, kicking butt? She's in her school uniform. Like, how many school uniforms does she have? <laughs> how many has she destroyed? Yeah. Um. That's a really good question. I'd probably count 30 or 40, but by the very end, you got to figure that was probably part of her mechanic. I guess. I mean, like it's her literal school's uniform. So maybe, maybe it's just what she's most comfortable in. I guess. Cause when you notice, when you notice she put on the, the uniform, she was very uptight and uncomfortable. No, she acted like a military officer, like what she was supposed to be. It wasn't that she was uptight and uncomfortable. She was, she was there. She was there for a purpose. She was very stern, even before she put on the military uniform. And she, and because of that mentality, that other mentality that she was constantly fighting with that was within her. Well, the weird thing is I, it was like a switch of her mentality because she went from a scared little girl to someone who's in charge and I was very shocked to find out that she outranked everyone that she came in contact with almost everyone she came in contact with that actually had dialogue she was outranking and it's it reminded me very much of a Captain America type thing where they're like you know you got to be a little bit higher rank to to, be, to go ahead and knock out Hitler so I don't know if it's just a rank they gave her or if she actually enlisted at a super young age. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I, I I think they gave her the rank more so because the fact that she was, uh, being genetically and mechanically altered. And so they felt sorry for her and said, here you go. (laughs) Very much also like Captain America, genetically modified and engineered. Only difference is, is Captain America cannot have a giant Gatling gun pop out of his arm. Well, I mean, you sure? <laughs> pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. No, the, 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 the most interesting thing to me was that she was able to manipulate her anatomy, I assume, and create like anti-air missiles uh, and sometimes not the, even at will sometimes involuntarily and it looks yeah, like, like something like weird is going on response. just like bubbles at her back and just like falls out of her shirts and it's like rockets just like dropping out it's like all right well that's just weird yeah. if one of them goes off you're screwed 
Yep. They never even specify why the whole world is at war. No, they didn't. Uh, they, they never got into that. And they also never are, told you where the earthquakes were originating from because they weren't all war. Her body acted like they were all war related, but they absolutely were not all war related. Right. I mean, I guess it, it, it progresses all the way through and it leaves you with question upon question upon question and with no real answers like at all. Like they never really yeah. answer anything. She keeps getting bigger and bigger to the point of at the very end, she's like hidden by the clouds. And in my opinion, she probably covered majority of the continent of Asia. Like if she was, she was well, well covering Japan. Oh yeah. Probably a good portion of China. And when she had mentioned that you can't see it here, but on the other side of the world, it's completely obliterated and the planet is basically gone. Yeah. She, she foretells the end of the world. She says the world is, it's going to end. It's like, there's no saving it. And the last remnants of civilization are mounting a final fight against us, against me because they're of their interest in their own nations, their own countries survival. What I did think was kind of cool. Not well, maybe not cool so much as interesting. The only time you run into opposing uh, military, they all spoke English. Well, I mean, wouldn't you? Like America English. Well, I don't remember that. In fact, oh, you know, sorry, they look even looked like uh, they were kind of American a little bit in their drawing style of it. So. Yeah, so the pilot that crashed on the mountain said, whoa, 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 wait. And when the the other guy who was really close to Chise, when he stumbled in that apartment with those other four guys, even they were speaking English like, oh, crap. They didn't obviously say, oh, crap, but they're like, oh, no, we've been caught. And he went, oh, no, I'm going to die. And he did. Very much so. He very much died. Curious, what, what was the most confusing part of the anime for you? Most confusing part of the anime for me? Yeah. Uh, the ending. In what way? The fact that he was standing on what looked like sand, but he was able to dig down far enough for, <laughs> for this. Why would you landscape? keep one person alive? Because you care about that one person, obviously. Forget that person. He's going to die. Like, that honestly is the most cruel thing you could do. She asks for mercy, or people ask for mercy throughout the whole series, throughout, throughout it all. Just let me die, kill me, what have you. Um, There's even some, like, really bloody, gory parts where... uh Shuji, he goes and after one of these earthquakes towards uh, the last like half of the during the second half of this series and yeah, you have to his childhood friend. Yeah. And Akim, uh, Akimi, he's sitting there and he, he picks her up off the bullet off the bed 
And when he's picking her up to help her sit up, because she's covered in bandages, it's just all the blood and everything I like that is just like coming off of her as she's coming up. And it's like sticking to the bed. Yeah. It's like that's harsh. Yeah. And and she does die. And he's with her when she dies, you know, which is nice. But at the end, because she say they after they uh, after she say and, and Suji run off together to try and live a life together, they uh, get to a point to where she's no longer being able able to maintain consciousness or even function. And so when he takes her when he takes her outside and says, I know you're standing there and the military scientist calls in the helicopters that have been there the whole time to pick her up and they pick her up and take her back at the end. He take and it does a full circle. He makes it right back to where the beginning left off where they first kissed. And she, she says she's not human. She's like, I reconstructed this body and there are still feelings and thoughts and whatnot of hers, but she says dead. She's, she's not really there anymore. in so many words, the brain function is there and everything is just the machine took over. Right. And here's another thing that I, I constantly have that I have a problem with. Chise says to Shuji, Chise had buried these feelings in the closer and closer you guys got and the further and further along she got to dying or being close to dying, these feelings became more and more overwhelming. And these feelings were she wanted to have your baby. Well, I mean, I guess we want what we, we can't have, right? I guess. I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, at, at uh, what, 16 years old, I, I can... I find that a little weird that she, a guy she barely knew that they have like a very rocky start with that she has problems with. She's like, I want to have your baby. She's like, met him, saw him, walks up to him, caresses his hair and says, it's animated love at first sight. I love you. I want your baby. (laughs) Put your baby in me. I mean, like, what the hell are you thinking, girl? Come on, have some standards. Well, see, here's the part. uh, I'm going to have to differ with you as far as what confused me the most. What confused me the most is in the opening scenes, you're... (laughs) Yeah, the opening scenes. (laughs) So when the the, the song starts rolling, you have an English subtitle, basically, uh, what was it? Uh, She the Ultimate Warrior, uh, This World's Last Love Song or, or something like that. That was in English. Everything else was in French and the anime is in Japanese or Chinese. Like no, it was Japanese. So that part confused me. Why? What was the point of the different languages? They don't bring anything up at all about that later on. But in the opening of the anime, he goes to the point where they're supposed to meet. He sees the, the bag of diaries and he sits there and he starts reading. And I'm thinking, Okay, so we read one page and went back home, and then the story progresses. And when we get to the final few episodes, you're like, wait a second, this was all a recap? All of this stuff already happened, and all he was there to do was read all of this? So you're seeing it from Chise's point of view rather than each individual's point of view. So it's her retelling, so it's extremely biased. It would make sense because she was fighting her machine side, 
And she was literally going crazy because she was being pulled in two different directions and it, <laughs> neither one was winning. So technically they were both losing. So, I mean, I, it just seemed, it seemed like a lot for the story to get to where it ended up at. Like this was very much a <sighs> tragedy. It was, it was very much a tragedy. It. it was also very much a love story, which it played true to. It was a weird love story. If that, I, I mean, why not? Right. Yeah, I guess I think I have, I have a personal opinion. I think due to the animation style, this was more directed at girls and women than it would be men only because in my experience, the anime that are directed at men are kind of a little bit more, um, the production value is mainly put in the, the animation. So everyone looks crisper, cleaner, and a little bit better. Whereas anime like this are focused towards women and girls because they're more thought provoking and they're more, more in depth as far as the story goes. That's where, that's where most of the production money goes. But yeah. I don't know. Eh. I, I, I would prefer a little bit more of a balance. Less less trying to trip you out and more happy ending. Although I'm asking for a lot when it comes to stuff like this for a happy ending. Well, I'm glad it didn't have a happen- uh, happy ending. It would upset me if there was a happy ending. Simply because something like this was something like this. There can't be and shouldn't be a happy ending. A happy ending for me would have been where she flies up and says, I'll, I'll just end everybody so that nothing will need to exist. And she blows everything up and not leaves one sole survivor whom I suspect might now be part machine himself because he's seeing a spirit or a machine, if you will, yeah. in his mind. So, uh, I mean, we could assume it that. Cool. It, I mean, huh? I said we can assume that. I don't. I don't see why not. Uh, it's just I, even then, it's still a very cold and heartless thing to do. Just well, to leave one it. person alive. If she goes up and says, "I'm going to blow everything up," she blows everything up, and then they have a pure white moment together. Where like the screen goes white and then it's just her and him and they say something cute like, well, now we can be together forever and they walk off and then disintegrate. You know, that, that would have been sad to match the context of the story, but a good bookend in my opinion, rather than being like, well, he went crazy. He's seeing shit and he's going to live forever. Now he's going to be, the next God, if you will, because uh, you know he's in a white landscape with whatever he wants appearing like he was looking for that stone that proved they were both there. And lo and behold, he found it right beneath him, which was kind of weird because he was blown away. Uh, he was looking for Chise and boom, lo and behold, there there's a piece of her just built so up. What you're saying is. You found the ending confusing because he was blown away. You, and then he was right there. And then 
was able to find under white sand, the writing that was done in pencil on a spot that he was obviously blown away from. And then at the same time had the spirit in his hand and that you also think, but you can't prove it one way or the other that he is a robot now and that it wasn't ending in the way that you thought it was going to end or that it should end. You know, you should probably go right for them because you just made more sense about what I said than that whole anime did. That whole that whole ending is just uh, frustrating. Frustrating, and I can understand your want for a happy ending. I really do. I understand it. I I I, I can. Well, not I can, even a happy ending. Just a, 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 a ending that ending. has sense to it. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, given all that, on a scale of zero to five, Fapster, what would you rate it? I can't fap it. Well, that's not true. I could. I really tried. Um, I'm going to give it a two and a half out of five. Okay. All right. Main reasons for the deductions besides the confusing as hell ending. And <laughs> well, the, the animation could have been better given the time it was created. I think there was better uh, animation styles to go with. There are f- far better animation styles. They could have gone with. It would have been nice. Had they gone with it? <laughs> Yeah. Um, and that's really it. I mean, it was a really good story. It had a lot of potential, um, but it was too garbled. I think they tried to make you feel for too many characters at once. And it was just sad on sad on set with no real relief. You know, there was no roller coaster. It was just you start off high and you just keep spiraling down. So I feel like if they would have had little little ups to go along with that those massive downs it would have flowed a little bit better so that that's why i'm giving it a 2.5 all right great premise great start yeah a few other things could use some help what about you i would give it a three a solid three middle of the road why uh because i'm i'm glad that they ended it there's like no way you could really write a happy ending or or an ending that would appease or make anyone happy and so what they decided to do was just piss everyone off and say you know we're just gonna leave this one dude alive just so he can live a short meaningless life and die at the very end and we're just gonna confuse the hell out of you too and throw it at all at you um yeah we're gonna make it really creepy with uh the semi pseudo pedophilia type stuff going on with the pseudo style i want to rape you type stuff going on and the shoddy animation that could have been so much better but eh, it gave it an ending so i have no hopes of uh any season two happening because I'll be surprised if they find a way to do season two. Yeah, there's no way unless again, he's God, but I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. Well, what's your uh, choice for next week, sir? It's Ald Noah zero. It is an action mecha military sci-fi from the summer of 2014. It's 12 episodes long. All right. Sounds good to me. Uh, that's about all the time we have for today. Um, feel free to reach out to us. If you've seen she, the ultimate weapon, any of the previous, uh, animes we reviewed or any of the ones we are going to review, or if you have a suggestion, reach out to us 
at featured anime podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at those anime guys. We even have a voicemail link in the show notes. And if you could leave us on a, uh, leave us a review on any of your preferred, uh, podcasting platforms where you get this, uh, be much appreciated until next time. I'm Jack and I'm Rick later, later. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 